This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We got the very, very special guest. They're going to introduce themselves again. What up, man? It's your boy, Chris Sosa. It's your boy, Bhakti Duran. Do you think, right off the bat, do you think Chris is a hard worker? <laughs> oh, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, I think I think he can be a hard worker if he's if he's given a certain push or if it's something that he actually likes to do. He's very, mm. yeah. That was, like really, if, that was a good answer. Uh, it's the truth. <laughs> that was a very truthful answer. It's a very, tr- very truthful answer. Um, how do, what do you, what do you say? How do you retort? I concur. I concur. <laughs> um, I concur. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, um, I, I ended up putting myself. I have this thing about myself that, like, oh, since I was younger, I didn't like doing things with groups. I like doing shit myself. I liked, mm-hmm. you know, I know how I see it and I know that I would kill it. I'd like even like projects in school, like you I said fuck group projects. Yeah, man. And and because I, I wanted to do it myself and I, I wanted it to be badass and I liked the the uh attention that I got of like, yo, you did that. I'm like, Yeah, I did that. You mm. know, like I was like I just I was just like that. It was my ego, man. I just wanted to do shit myself. And uh, even when, like, uh, when I made the decision to, like, start making sketches and shit on YouTube, like, I started making sketches back when Niga Higa first came out, Timothy Delaghetto. Like, I was a fan of Timothy Delaghetto when he first came out. you were doing sketches Mm -hmm. before I was. Fam, 06, 07. Oh, that's before me. Doing sketches, man, with my brother. That we're we're the OGs. Like, uh, but, and and then even with, uh, with JK Films, bro, I was watching Joe and Bart. Make these sketches. I have a there, there's a sketch that they made that was um they they had like a dojo and they were like training. Oh, you talking about Daniel and Samuel? Yes, sir. And that one inspired me to make Hi-ya. my my uh uh dojo master Sosa whatever uh sketch mm-hmm. of like um you know trying to teach discipline or all these things and mm-hmm. uh because of them, I just got uh a little I got discouraged because I was watching um tim uh tim's like content and jk films like their content started getting better video quality they had mics like when i saw there was a guy that had a boom mm-hmm. one time they there was like an outtake whatever but they show i saw that they had a guy with on sound and i was like ah, I got, i'm done I'm yeah because i just had all i had was a was a, a camera that was like just a straight up digital camera but it had a video feature on it like yeah, it was a little yeah, sony yeah. little digital camera that was like you know it was at the it, back then it was like what uh nine megapixels like it was yeah. like a yeah. Yeah. Shoot. yeah 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 and so um i would use that as to to make my sketches and then i had a tripod that was my biggest like production thing <laughs> i had a tripod so i can click record and walk Even in still, front of my man. camera you know <laughs> 
Um, and so, isn't that crazy though? How back in the day when YouTube was starting and it was going to that transition, mm-hmm. it was about high quality shit. But now the worst quality shit does the best. It's just like on the front end of your camera, and yeah. that's the content that does way better yeah. than high production quality shit. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that shit. Easy, any day. And that shit bro. fucking wild. Yeah, man. And 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 like even like like Kev on stage, for instance, like he. Now, not saying his his content is trash. His, his content, is no, his content brilliant. is great, but his, great. his his video quality is trash. Well, yeah, because because well, he says he is actually like determined to to show people that he has made his whole career based on, like off of his phone, off of his phone. It's amazing, mm-hmm. and and he is committed to it. He makes content every day. He floods content, and his podcast recorded on the phone. His his split screen recorded on the phone. Yeah, everything off of his phone. The only thing he did was buy another phone so yeah. that he can have two angles or multiple angles. Mm-hmm. But and then and then you know he has this guy or, or you know the homie Josh yeah. Gons to where the premium content that gets the 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 great you know he's quality. nonstop working man. Bro. Like I, it's funny because when he came on to my podcast, mm-hmm. like I got put on to him by Tim. I was like, yo, this guy is fucking funny, man. Yeah. Like, he's just being himself. Like, yeah. he's just really good at this shit. Yeah. And he came up to me and was like, he's like, yo, man, I'm a big fan of you. I was like, of me? I was like, what do you mean? Like, he was telling me that when he used to work at a bank, he used to watch my shit uh, all the time. Nice. And then he got sad when I switched over to a podcast because I stopped doing the, the, the videos, my vlogs, while I talking to a camera. Mm. I was like, man, you just like every one of my fans, you motherfucker. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh shit, like, I didn't realize that, you know, because you don't realize the ripple effect that you have on other people. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because. Somebody who liked my content, I'm arguably a bigger, maybe a bigger fan of him than he is probably of me. Yeah. You know I mean? And I'm like, yo, I love watching Kev's stuff all right. the time. I'm like, yo, this dude's fucking funny. Now he's doing stand-up shows. He's like on his Kevin Hart route on Man. a smaller scale, but he has that same Kevin Hart hustle. It's coming. Where it's not about perfecting your craft per se in that type of sense, but it's about perfecting your craft, but he doesn't hold things precious to him. He goes... If I don't, if I stop working, I stop putting stuff out, people are going to forget me. Yeah. Which is true. That's what happens. Right. And I, I admire that shit so much because he understands that everything that he puts out is not going to be a masterpiece. Yeah. But nobody's expecting that out of him. Right. They just want to laugh and they just want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, man. I think, I think that's like so dope about him, man. He has that quality. And then, and then. Like even going to him about like advice or because he's the homie man you can call him up if he's free because the man's always mm-hmm. you know doing something but he'll always chop it up with me but the moment I find myself same thing with Bati too but the moment I find myself giving an excuse talking to Kev Don't I'm do like that. I'm like yo because I'd be like I know but it's just like whenever I go home and I, I I you know I don't have the time and I cut myself off because I'm like Kev. Has a straight up family. He got a family. Yeah. Family. He has bro. a whole family, and he's a straight up family man. Yeah, like this guy is always around. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like going to all the soccer games, going to taking them to school, and all that. but he just found a way to manage his time to where I remember when we were at All Def, I, we would literally we were watching his schedule. He would on his way home. I mean, on the way to work. He dropped the kids right. off. On the way, he's like uh, like an hour or something commute, right? Going all the way from the from Reseda all the way down to downtown. He's on live. He puts his phone on the on the windshield and he's on like a, a periscope talking to those fans. He has his ninety five crew, which is now the stage crew. Uh, shout out to them. But he's building that engagement. Comes to work at all def, so it's like a fucking playground. You're you're mm-hmm. creating content all over the place at, at all def. Goes home on the way home. Gets back on live. 
goes live again, goes home, makes a piece of content, does a split screen, and then family time. Does yeah. the same shit again. I can't live like that. And he was doing that for like three years, bro, mm. straight. I was like, bruh. So there's like no excuse. There's, I can't like I can't come up with shit to talk when I'm talking to Kev. That fool makes me feel guilty for jacking off. It's like, damn, I took the time to touch my dick, <laughs> and Kev would not do this. Yeah. You know what Kev would be doing? Kev would figure out a way to turn that into a sex tape and sell it. That's what Kev would do, dude. <laughs> Kev on dick stage or some shit, dude. Kev is that dope. He is that fucking guy, yeah, man. Yeah. And he good. watches Kevin Hart shit, and he's like, dude, I don't work hard enough. Oh, that's funny, because I look at your stuff, and I say, I don't work hard enough, Kev. Yeah. Which is insane. He's like the nicest dude ever, man. Yeah. I feel like a piece of shit around him. Yeah. I went to church the next day because of him, dude. Oh, man. He's great, bro. And we moved out here the same time. He uh, he moved out here a month before I did. That's crazy. And I'm and and I moved the uh, you know a month later whatever. Mm-hmm. And we met on uh, Issa Rae's. Um, she had a she was she was producing and directing a, a web series called The Choir. And that's how we met because he was like the the um you know in churches they have the dancers. Yeah, yeah. So he was the the you know the prince the 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 master dancer right. And then I was one of the prod like the prodigy. So I was always right under him. But I was like the teacher's pet to him. And um, that's how we met. I remember asking him about advice on how to do stand up because he he did stand up comedy. I was like, bro, like, how do you like go about like writing a joke and all these things? Like, started from then, and then now this guy's on his third tour, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. And he kind of developed his own tour. He didn't wait for somebody to put him on. That's what it's like, you man. Know what I'm this guy inspired me. I said, I I put out there in the universe, man. I want to do a low key tour, bro. Then Just what get, the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing? Yeah. I never see you post it all, right? Bati, you know what I'm see? saying? This guy right here, I'm so sick of your shit, you lazy little fuck. You know what you need to do? You need to go home and beat your own ass. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time to beat your ass for you, you little fuck. How are you going to have that six tour show, the six the six city show if you can't do that? It's a photo, man. It's see, photo. I like I like negative reinforcements what I grew up. With. <laughs> yeah, it works. It works, man. It Some works. people don't, but it works for me though. If somebody's like, "Yo, mm-hmm. man, you fucking lazy piece of shit." I'm like, yeah. "I am lazy." I found it doesn't work for my brother cuz I started talking to him like that, yeah. and that fool went into a spiraling depression. And I was oh, like, yeah. "Oops." Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah, man. No, it's true, bro. Like I that's and that's the thing. I really don't like giving excuses. So it's really like I own up to the shit. I mean, obviously from the shit that I have told y'all and y'all fucking roast me for about it, but <laughs> it's like, "Hey, it's the that the uh, I'm I'm never going to give anybody that of like, man, all you do is fucking give excuses." No, man. I I not doing what I should be doing. You know what I mean? I, it's I own it's up hard to though. Shit. I think like Kev is also a very unique human being, specifically because I, I truly believe when I see Kev, number one, hardest fucking working dude I've ever met in my life personally that I got mm. to know in that mm. type of sense. But also, too, he's like he's he's half artist, half business. Right. And yeah. I think also his motivation in life is different from us. He has a kid in a family. Yeah. Right. So for us and specifically you, you're super young. So it, it's it's really hard because you don't really have that crazy monkey on your back and the level of success that you've had up to this point is pretty fucking amazing now it's like the hard part is when you have a life that you've always wanted and it's here it's like well how do i create more when i'm comfortable Mm -hmm. because when you're about to be broke and you have no money in your fucking pocket yeah it's a different hustle when you have kids a family and you have you know three people at home that are waiting to make sure that you bring home a paycheck so we can live the life that Mm -hmm. we want to live it's a different type of hustle 
Yeah. You know, so that's where that 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 motivation starts to disappear. I, mm. Like I'm still trying to find that motivation again. Like the mm. way the amount that I used to work before to how I am now, it's it's a it's it's a different game. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the the way I used to work before was constant. It was consistent. But at the same time, for me, I didn't have any doors open. Well, now doors are open for me. Mm-hmm. So now it's a matter of balancing work and then me being happy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, mind you, if I had a kid, my happiness is probably in that kid. So all the work that I'll, I'll take, it. give mm-hmm. me whatever, I'll right. take it. Right. But right now, because I have options and now I'm trying to figure out what I'm happy and what I'm passionate about. Right. That's where it becomes difficult for you. If you want to be a major stand-up comic and that's where you want to go, then you have you have your why for your life. Now it's just all about your how. Right. So your why is. Chris Sosa wants to be on the on the top tier level of stand-up comics in this world. Well, your why is already there, which is the hardest part for most people to find out. Mm. Most people don't know their why. Yeah, yeah. If I ask somebody, it's like, what's your goal in life? It's like, well, like I, I would like to be happy. Cool, that's not a why. What's your goal in life? Right. What's your why? What's your why? Right. You already have your why. Mm-hmm. So yeah. literally 70% of the work is done. Now the other 30% is the how part. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. If you don't know what Skillshare is, I wonder if you are tackling your New Year's goal to be a better you. Well, guess what? Let me tell you what Skillshare is. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. I have been using Skillshare to sharpen up my photography and videography skills because you know I use that on the daily and I like to learn at my own pace. So uh, a lot of traditional learning, you don't have that. You have to learn what somebody tells you to learn. They give you all these tests. Well, some of us like to learn at our own spare time. And when we have a busy life, we want to be able to pick and choose when we can do it. And Skillshare, with their huge database of knowledge, has got you back, baby. So Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Genius Brain. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash brain and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash brain. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. So if you, if you, now your time should be spent on your how. How am I going to get there? Is it, do I need more visibility? Do I have to collab more? Do I have to hit more comedy clubs? Should I be making more sketches? Should I be doing this right. stuff? And that's where you really have to find your functioning purpose. And the reason why it's important for people to have a why, because every no matter what you do, everything goes back to your why. Every move that you make, you go, what's my why? Yeah. If it's not, yeah. if it's not fucking with my why, I'm going to drop this shit. Uh-huh. Right. So... That's probably can probably help you get to your motivation. If you know what that why is, you write it down and you start making a move. It's like, is it for my why? Nah, that don't really need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. And I actually like um, just, you know, being now that I am like by myself, because this is my first time living by myself since I've been in L.A. So this is another like transition of like I'm by myself. Now I have like. I really, all I have is my reflection. It's just like, it's just me and you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we got to figure this shit out. Like, what are we going to, because, you know, living with Bati, it would would be like that, like, yo, let's make a sketch real quick. Or or he'd start writing at night or something. Yeah, Yeah. we'd be writing something. We bought a whole case of Red Bull one time, bro, on some dumb shit. We just went to, we went to the grocery (laughs) store to get a Red Bull each. Uh But then, you know, they had like the display of like all the Red Red Bulls. And we're just like, on the box it said, you, you could buy the whole case for like, 25 yeah. bucks or some shit it's, it, yeah it's some cheap. dumb shit and we're like 
fuck it. Again, okay. I, like that's how I am, bro. I just have a fuck it thing where I was like, all right, let's go, let's let's do this shit. And we just started like, you know, creating and doing that thing. But again, I had somebody there to be like, all right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, on my own, by myself, you know, I got my personal life that I, that's also something that I'm going through and, you know, getting through that shit and also living on my own. So I'm like, now I got to do regular life shit. I got to like, you know, washing dishes, doing laundry, doing this, cleaning up. You know, take my dog out. I still got to clip my dog's nails. My poor little doggy's nails is like curling under the paws. So I'm like, I got to get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Even my dog's just like, bro, what you going to do? <laughs> Look at his nails. Help me, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I, I, it's like just getting all that shit together. And then 2020, bro, like the fact that like it started off like, you know, everybody has a New Year's resolution. But then it's the fact that it's a whole new decade. It's 2020. It's had it's added a whole new extra like umph to it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And yeah. it was just like okay, cool. And then I got into a position now where it's like I got a straight up job, and I was like, damn, like kind of like messed with my motivation, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm like on a whole full time thing instead of like ah, I wanted to push yeah. and just do just me. I can't. I got to go clock in. And I got to spend, you know what I mean? But then that, there goes the whole fucking Gary Vee thing where it's like, who gives a fuck when you get off? What are you doing with the other 12 hours of your day? Whatever, you know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus Christ, Gary, give me a break. Yeah, and then, you know, it's 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 always going to be overwhelming. You, you, you know what I'm saying? No matter what you do, it's just like, at, at the end of the day, because, I, how old are you right now? 26. Yeah, you're 26. I was 26 when I first came here, right? So when I first came here, I was 26, maybe 25 yeah, roughly around there, right? Yeah. Maybe 25, so maybe like a year. When you came in when you were 25, 24? I came, when I moved out here? Yeah. I moved out here when I was uh, 19. 19? Okay, well, 20. I was here. I moved here when I was like 25, I say, around there, right? Mm-hmm. I had, I think, 150 bucks in my bank account. Yeah. Uh, sold everything that I owned. Every Jordan shoe that I wanted, whatever. I sold all that shit. Yeah. I had a DSLR uh, camera that I saved up. And then my dad is his piece offering for to me. He bought me an iMac so I could edit my shit. Nice. So he was like, "Fine, if this is what you're gonna commit to do, you're gonna go and do it." Yeah. My first year when I came to uh, LA, uh, my very first paycheck on YouTube. I, I, I'm I might even be over exaggerating how much money this was. I think it was four hundred dollars. Mm. My rent was two hundred bucks. Because my my cousin allowed me to live at the place, and he only allowed me to pay two hundred to two hundred fifty bucks a month for that room. Oh my god! So he helped bro. me out. Yeah. So I had to do that. The things that I ate every day was fucking. Unless he took me out to eat, it was fucking ramen, like spam rice eggs. That's all I fucking ate. Yeah. And this is during the time that I was doing those vlogs, like yeah. in my room by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't making any money. There was no money to be made at the time. So every every time that I spent, and we were just talking about this the other day about the progression of where I started till now, mm-hmm. I would be in the room, and I would write, I would scope through all my old stand up to try to reconvert it into these vlogs, and I would write every fucking week, and I didn't not post on Sunday for I think like six years straight, Damn. every day non fucking stop. If I had extra ideas, I put it in there. I was writing sketches and I was trying to do things. All the fucking time. And, you know, the motivation was very different at that point. But I remember at that point feeling like if I don't post on a Sunday, my life is over. Mm. You know what I mean? 
And so if you're already at a point right now, you're 26, which is hyper young, specifically entertainment, yeah. that's super fucking young, and you're you're having trouble finding the motivation, it's going to only get harder when you actually really do find success. Because right. when you find success and you're there and you're at the end point mm-hmm. and you're actually beyond, I'm actually beyond where I thought I was going to be at this age. Mm. I, I, people, I you know, I say this before as a joke, but it's real. Like I didn't even think I was going to live till I was 30. I thought I was going to be dead by now. So. Anything else here is a cherry on top for me. Yeah. So now I need to figure out what's my motivation to keep me going. You're 26 you. right now. Yeah. You, you're not even at your 30s yet, and 30s is still super fucking young. Like right. I'm 31 yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 So for you, <laughs> yeah, 30s is super fucking young. Yeah. So it's like, for you, I think the the what I always like to tell people is like. One of the most things that I'm scared of, I think this is like my true fear, you know, fuck being scared of heights or spiders or whatever. I'm scared that one day when I'm about to die, I'm going to look up and say, fuck, I wish I could have done more. That's like my biggest fucking fear because I can't do anything at that point. Yeah. Like I look back and I go, oh shit. When I was in my, when I was 26 and those times that I was thinking about, I'm not motivated, I can't do this stuff. I wish I would have done this instead. Mm. And so that's how I try to live my life right now. Like, yeah. I can't live with regrets. That's why I did the film. That's why I tried doing stand-up. That's why I tried um, doing sketches. I did all this random shit. That's why I opened up these food businesses because it's like, this is something I want to do. I'm yeah. just going to fucking do it. Right. Whether I fail or not, at least I can say I tried. Yeah. Even yeah. with acting, I did it for a whole year, right? And I was like, I wasn't really hyper-passionate about it. I'm mm-hmm. still acting now, but I did it because, not because I am a a thespian who wants to fucking act is because mm. I said to myself, you don't know when you're on that deathbed if you're going to say, oh shit, I wish I could have acted. Yeah. So yeah. I did it. So right. I checked it off and now I could move on from him or I could still do it and it's really up to me. Yeah. So right now, if you're finding out motivation for yourself, I don't know how you function if you function like I do, but you have opportunities right now. It's, mm. it's all there. Yeah. You know, so do you want to look back and say like, fuck, Kev told me this, David told me this, I had all these opportunities, but the only thing that stopped me was, fuck, my life is too hectic. Everybody's life is hectic, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, everybody's life is hectic. I've seen Real people. Talk. I've seen people in college. When I was in college, there was a lady. Uh, when I was in CRC, it was a community college in Sacramento. There was a lady who was a registered nurse. She wanted to switch careers, but on her off day, she set up her classes. She had five fucking kids. No husband. Mm. Five kids, registered nurse, had to go to school, mm. and she aced every one of her fucking classes. Jeez. So you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we got excuses, you know. Yeah, 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 for other, sure. other people have living situations right. where they have to. So we're kind of put into our situation. I'm sitting here complaining yeah. about I got a full time job. <laughs> I got benefits, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Like and, and the thing well the thing is is like it's also uh uh my thing of like I I like to be able to create at all times and I feel like something is hold when something's holding me back, then I start feeling like, Well, fuck it. Like I start, I like not really like not really like a fuck it, but like, um, it's like, damn, I wish I, I wish I could be just doing something else instead of being held into this this like this box. I mm-hmm. wish I could be like creating right now. I like being like how like we had this idea for a sketch. Let's go shoot the shit. You know what I mean? I just need one person to be on camera. Mm-hmm. We could do a uh, sound. We could finesse the sound. Like whatever the case was, it was like boom. I want to create this shit, but. Um, you know, do it. and and mind you, the job that I have is like a fucking blessing. It's yeah. fucking, it's, it's like, great. yeah, it is. But it, it, it's just, it's thinking about my why. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
it's like it, it can it's it's still industry it can it, it definitely uh, is an industry job that does the, as far as relationships go yes it does help but at the end of the day i just always see my why and i'm always looking at it just like i have to be able to in order to get to that next tier i, I see it as like a pyramid and i'm like i'm like at like you know maybe third to the top but it's like hella comfortable you know what i mean money's mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm relationships everybody's cool like i can actually live here and chill mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's like i'm just gonna forever be looking at the top yeah. just like yeah. damn that would be nice you know what i mean Very and like I, i'll never know how, what that's like until i mean that's stuff to really think about like um obviously there's there's a point where you have to have your bases covered right because a job pays your fucking rent and yeah. gives you steady income right and it's that something that you need and you also enjoy it and it feels like a blessing then continue to do it but, you know, there's so many t- hours out in the day. Yo, I'm, I shit you fucking not. This is not me trying to flex on people about how hard I worked or whatever. It's because I was, had clinical insomnia. I slept an average of two to three hours a day uh, up until about a couple years ago. Really? Every night, two, three hours. That's all I would sleep. Damn. I'm losing my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm actually 13 I'm, years old. I couldn't go to sleep. Damn. So, like, on those off times... Like people always say, it's like, yo, Dave, why do you know all this random shit? Because I was an insomniac. Mm. All I could do was stay up and read shit yeah. all the fucking time. That's why when I came on this food show, they're like, why do you know so much about food? I was an insomniac and I love food. So I would just read about cuisine mm-hmm. all the fucking time. That's yeah. all I would do. Yeah. So even on those times, it's like, I, I know that it's, it's, I don't suggest people sleep three hours and try to learn and, you know, hone your craft, mm. but there is a lot of hours out in the day. It's just really about how we utilize it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like when sometimes when people say like, hey man, I don't really have time for my friends or whatever, whatnot. Mm. Not that you don't have time for your friends. You choose not to make time for people you don't really give that much of a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. Because if, you're, if it was your boy, boy, he comes into he comes into town, he goes, yo, I'm gonna be here for five days. Cool, dropping everything. We kicking it for five days. Yeah. Right. Right? Right. So it's the same thing with text messages, the same thing with everything else. If you put it in that perspective and then you have that type of mentality for your work, it's like, do I really, am I really that busy? Or yeah. Am I just not motivated enough to really put the time into work on this right now? And it's hard in art. Mm. Art is very hard to stay motivated, specifically when you're by yourself, because everything is generated from you. And when you're not inspired, you're not living the life that you want, sometimes your art doesn't come out. Oh, bro. Say that one more time. <laughs> just, to think it. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Like, yes, it's, it's very difficult. Man, I have so much art, like actual paintings that are not finished because... I get hella motivated mm-hmm. to get on it, and I'm like, I'm doing like th- this, this one, this one piece that I'm working on, man. It's, it's like, it's one of my best ones. I, it, but I get to a point where like, um, it's like I'm working on it way too long. You can, you're, I'm kind of like, if, if like I had a little fuck up, I'm like, all right, let me, let me step away from it. You know what I mean? And then I just never get back to it. I don't, I don't feel like the that motivation again of like how I felt when I when I first started. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that it should be like, okay, well, instead of trying to finish the whole thing and think about the end goal, just, you know, work on it for an hour, paint for an hour and then yeah. let it go. And then just do that hour by hour, you know, every day, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'll finish the fucking painting. Yeah. But it's just like, I have a whole portfolio, like, you know, big ass folder of just unfinished paintings that I was going to think about a whole, I was actually going to have a whole exhibit <laughs> called unfinished paintings and just show, you know, that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Of uh, my unfinished shit. And but, you paint too? Yeah. 
Yeah, bro, man, that's what I'm saying, man. I do a lot of shit. It's just, it's just uh, trying to figure out which one I should put more attention to. Cause I do a lot, bro. I just, I, I, I like it. You can't, you can't be a jack of all shits though. Like that was the hardest thing that I had to learn. Cause uh, when I first started doing YouTube, so I used to have a music channel before the one I had now. I don't even use it; it's dead now. Mm -hmm. uh, prior to me doing David So Comedy, I actually had a music channel. Uh, it was called like Acoustic Soul, right? Mm. That at the time for YouTube, it had like 200,000 subscribers. That was like having like 3 million followers now. Yeah. The equivalent. Oh, for sure. I chose that. And I had a point where I was like, listen, you can't be a musician and do comedy at the same time. You can come back and tackle music after you feel like you've accomplished mm, one. Yeah. I deleted that. I deleted that channel. I had 200,000 followers on that. I deleted it. And then I started really? David So Comedy. Because I had to make a choice. I was like, you can you can be mediocre at five different things, mm -hmm. or you can be great at one thing. Mm. So I deleted that channel. Yeah, that shit was fucking hard. Yeah. I was like hovering over, you know, just not being able to do it for the longest time. That yeah. channel I completely deleted, and I took away all the content because I said like, I, you if you keep you keep you dip your hands in too many things. It's what I do right now, but I have the luxury to be able to do this right now. Not when I was younger, when I first started off, mm -hmm. because my time would be split. Into trying to master two or three different crafts, I yeah. would I wouldn't be getting anywhere. I'd be swimming in circles. Yeah. So if if that's your problem right now, when your when your foot is barely in the door, you really do have to focus on one thing. That's my advice. Maybe people can do other things, but Jamie Foxx said the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. He had he, to tackle one thing, and he did music after. Yeah, because he really wanted to do music. That's yeah. it. And then it was the it was the comedy that 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 catapulted him to be able to be in a position of like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna throw parties. And uh, what you know, he had his own studio in his crib. And yeah. then when Kanye was there, Jay Z and them were there. Kanye had a song for him ready. Boom, knocked it out. You know what I mean? I've heard just Jamie's story so many times, but yeah. I, I love it though. But it's like that's what he said though. It's like I, I ended up doing music way after because he he was like I couldn't be doing Wanda, and and and, and then they try to take me serious as a singer. He wanted to be a you know a sex symbol R and B singer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was like. Nah, you're Wanda. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, I try to, I try to, um, you know, I, I think about that all the time. I, am I doing, am I doing too much? And like you said, being mediocre and all these things. So it's like, which one do I pick? You know, comedy so far, stand up. So stand up is like uh, my main one that I feel in control about. Cause in acting, it's a waiting game or it's like, it's well, not even personal. Well, let me ask you this then. Where do you feel alive the most, right? Because I, I don't really pursue stand-up anymore mm. because after I did a couple of shows not too long ago, killed the set, people were dying laughing. I walked out feeling empty. I was like, this doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter if I kill the set or not. It doesn't feel that great. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm an amazing stand-up comic, but I did really well that night. And I was yeah. like, uh, I don't care. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, stand-up's not for me as of right now. It yeah. might come back later when I'm a little older or something like that. But while I'm 31, I'm like, I don't really care about doing this right now. Yeah. I'm doing a couple of shows. I'm doing one in Jersey and I'm doing one in New York just to kind of try it again to see if I feel that same way. Mm -hmm. But I already know that I have a feeling that it, it might go well. And if it does, I'm probably going to feel the same way. I'm going to be like, ah, oh, I killed it. Cool. Whatever. Move on. Bro, you're going to end up having yeah. like a dope ass fucking special, bro. <laughs> and the thing is, it's going to be like uh, the, the comedy special that's like, uh, you know, 
hella intimate. You know what I'm saying? You're going to talk the shit that you really want to talk. <laughs> you're not going to like, yeah, I, I already see, I already see it, bro. You're not going to have any limits. You're going to talk that shit that you really want to talk. And it's going to be no boundaries. And it's going to be a fucking classic. bro. That's why I like this podcast. Cause I could just say whatever the fuck I want. You know, yeah. like when I was doing like JK news is not that platform. Their, mm. their fans are not made for that. They don't want to hear mm. whatever the fuck we say. Yeah. They want us to say what they want to hear. So, like, JK News fans are, are some other shit. You know what I mean? So, when I left that space and I came here, I was like, oh, I'm back on my own shit. My fans are different. Yeah. They'll say whatever the fuck I want. And they'll understand, well, what I say, even though it's severe, it's clearly a joke. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm trying to finesse it in a way where it's a joke. And even on sometimes with JK News, they're finessing it as a joke and they just don't hear it. Mm. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a joke. It was finessed that way. Right. Like, it was set up perfectly. Most people get it. But, you know, there's just people that just want to be negative and shit. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's like, if, if, you're, if you do stand up and every time you kill a set, you feel like you feel alive, that might be your shit. Yeah. Right. Because I don't, I don't really feel that way about stand up. Mm. I don't know what I feel that way about, except for food right now. So that's why I'm tackling food really hard right now. That's right. the thing that makes me happy. When right. people walk away, they drink the drink, they eat the food, and they feel good. It makes me feel good. I'm like, oh, this is where my attention is uh-huh. going to go right now. Mm-hmm. You know, these things evolve all the time, too. We never know yeah. what it's going to be now. What, 10 years, everybody changes. Yeah. But for you, if, if comedy is your thing and that's your why, then you should be sticking to that. Right. It doesn't mean you can't paint. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't do anything, whatever you're doing. Right. But that should be an ancillary thing. Like, it should be like, oh... I, I I do that when I when I want. Yeah. But you should be focused on that one thing really well, and that's something that a lot of young people have a problem with. Yeah. Because we're in a it's luxury. We have so much access, man. Exactly. It's 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 a problem of luxury, mm-hmm. right? That's why a lot of old people say they go back in my day. We didn't talk about that shit. It's like yeah, because you didn't have options, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying like you were you were still cooking with wood, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, we got this thing, they go, click, 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 you know? And then fucking fire turns on. You were over here when fire came on, you were like, the devil was alive. Right. So, you know, your times are a little different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, because of, like, wealth that we have, options create luxury. Luxury honestly gives us way too much options. It goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. And now we're thinking, like, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this, I could do that. And it just kind of fucks people up, makes people feel really lost. And it's not even so much that you're lost, it's that you're just... You're trying to be too many things at once. You're not lost. Damn. Don't do this. You're hitting my heart right <laughs> now. Don't do this, bro. Damn. David's so right. I was a youth minister for two years. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. So what would be like the kind of argument like if it's like it just takes that much longer to get to the same point that you're trying to get to? That's Well, the, the, the argument is, is that you're never going to get to that point because you're trying to be too many people at once. You just won't. Yeah. You might be that dude that people will be like, God, you were so talented. Yeah, and that's yeah. where the conversation ends. Yeah. And I say that because I've seen too many people do that around mm-hmm. me. So they go, you are so talented. And the key word is were. Uh, because they try so hard to be so many different fucking uh, things. They spread yeah. themselves way too thin. They got caught up on some bullshit. And they never focused into something that they truly loved and they wanted. Right. And they're going to be in that position where I'm scared. Where I look back and I go, fuck, I wish I could have done more. And I have a couple of friends like that. There's a dude that I know that started stand up around the same time that I did. Mm-hmm. Now I bombed a thousand sets too, but he bombed as well, and he just never picked up his pieces after that, mm. right? And even now he looks back and he goes, "Man, I wish I was doing what you're doing." Nobody said you couldn't. Like yeah. you just, you just wanted to do that. You wanted to do photography. You wanted to do all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and you never stuck to it. And I ar- arguably think that he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Hands down. Yeah. He just never worked on his craft. Mm-hmm. He never he never fucking strapped up his boots and went through having terrible sets, went through a lot of shit, 
and he just thought that his success was either going to be instant mm -hmm. or he went for the instant gratitude and trying different things because it feels nice when somebody goes, oh, you're talented at painting. Oh, yeah, you're also really funny. Hey, man, you make great sketches. Oh, you're a pretty cool writer. Oh, you work for this guy? And those little small things start to feel good yeah. and it kind of skews your vision. You're like, oh, maybe I should do this. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This person says I'm dope at this? Oh, maybe I should that try was, that. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the bar uh, Bhatti said. Uh, the worst thing you could tell somebody is good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst thing you could tell somebody is good job. And it's true, man. Like, that, that's another thing, too, like with, uh, like with working out, basically. I would tell Bach or anybody, like my close circle, like, I'm not going to post a picture of, of progress. I'm not going to post a picture of, like, if, I, if my abs are coming in. and Because once I post it. Done. Done. And I go back to, like, like that was it. Like I like okay, here I go. Abs, y'all, y'all welcome. Enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And then and then I go back to just chilling because I was like, eh, well, you know, they yeah, saw yeah. they saw what it looked like. You know what I mean? They saw the V. Mm -hmm. They saw the V. I'm telling you. Sometimes yeah, so, I'm in the gym. I just look at buff people. I I, I go. I take their headphones off. I go. Go home. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done. Go home. What are you doing here? Go yeah, away. Right, right. For <laughs> real, man. Stupid buff I can't, bitch. I can't promote, you know, I like I'll I'll record the footage and I'll and I'll have the content, but I can't promote me working out because it's for me, it's gonna make me stop because yeah. it's gonna make mm -hmm. me feel like, all right, I showed them that I'm working out, so that's yeah. good enough. You know what I mean? I showed them a little progress. We're yeah. good enough. You just you just, I think you you just fall into the trap of just being a talented dude. Like you also box. You had like sixty amateur boxing matches. Like it's it's you just have so many things you do well. And I think the, the that's like a blessing and a problem because it's like it gives and a curse, man. You got, you got that Midas touch. It's like yo, I mm -hmm. bet you if I try that shit, eventually I'll get good at it. I really like yeah, yeah. that's that's really <laughs> he said that plenty of times. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I have that thing of like I can do that and it'll be good. And everybody's gonna fuck with mine because of I know I the, and that's just how, like you're right. I, I it's just been that way. It's not even about a flex. It's just I I know what things work and how it, creatively though common sense. I fucking that I, <laughs> regular life shit. Yeah, I told my homeboy this one time, and this was like a deep. Con I think Bati was there. I had like a deep convo with my with my homie. I was like, bro, like I um I get everything. You know, I'm very like artistic and like as far as like i you know creatively I, I get down like creating sketches uh painting dancing acting stand-up comedy like bro I, I i got that regular shit a regular everyday life common sense i don't have that shit clipping your dog's tent nails and shit <laughs> and he told me straight up he was like hey bro that's called autism <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I really opened up my heart and you're talking about. He's like, hell yeah, bro, that's that's autism, bro. Like, mm -hmm. you got that. It's like, like, not even a joke, man. I'm that, for real. Like, yeah, it's like Rain Man shit, bro. Yeah. You know, you, you're not. You don't got all the all the uh, the the bolts tight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He told me he was like, my nephew's autistic, bro. You got that shit. And I was yeah. like, okay, bro, relax. You're like, he's just like you. Yeah, man. So I was just like, you know, I I don't know. I, I, but I I definitely consider that man for sure. It's like, it's 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 that it's 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 the people who are really talented, but then they get outworked. Yeah, and I've seen that, and, and I'm actually and see I'll, it all the time. I'll, I'll I'm admitting it right now. I, I and this is something that I I felt. I've I there are stand up comedians that I I started with that are definitely out out standing up me yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to say it. like they're they're outworking yeah. me for yeah. sure yeah. I, and, and and i'm being honest about it because it's like i see it 
I see that they were on, you know, this comedy show or this comedy show or like prestige stages, like the Laugh Factory and all those things. Like, mm-hmm. it, why? Because they stuck with stand up. Chose thing. And they and they put the work in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I just choose to do like whatever I'm feeling at that time. Like I feel like recording a song. All right, cool. Who do I know yeah. who does music? Okay, mm-hmm. who do I know who has a studio? Okay, pull cool. put me in the booth. And I just like start recording a song. And then I get into this thing of like, oh bro, I'm gonna start come out, do a little mixtape. And I get into this whole little thing. And then Bati, he just sauced me this uh the, the today. Cause I had this idea and he and he was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm not fucking with it. Until you post a picture on our podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna go there with you. Yeah, like I'm that, there with you on the idea. I get that. Like I would back you up for that. But it's like you gotta get to the point where I can trust you that you're gonna be able to go through with what you're investing in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it feels like an intervention, guys. <laughs> feels like we gotta tell you about it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, he actually, hit me about to hit me up. He was like, "Yo, can you talk to Chris real quick? Man, <laughs> put him on the podcast real quick." Yeah, doesn't listen to me that well. So like, I'm like, man. It's really impressive, man, because I'm not I'm not about to put Bate on the spot, man, no. because me, I like when it since he's been here, man, he actually it's probably because he went to college. I'm pretty oh sure God, you went to college. Stop. But uh um uh, which by the way, did you finish that thesis? Until you finish Shit. your until you finish <laughs> that thesis. How long you been working on this? Thank you. It's been like a so, three years. Yeah, okay, cool. So uh <laughs> I'll I'll post the picture when you post when you finish your thesis. So um so but but this guy's work ethic, man, for real. Like he actually like he actually gets shit done, which sounds super simple, but like when he says he's gonna yeah. do it, he gets it, it gets it done. He shows up for the podcast and everything. He's always fucking pulling up, and I'm like, damn, that work ethic is something that I'm like, I'm still finding. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, that type of work ethic. I always go, eh, I'll get it done, and when I do, it'll be nice. I've, I'm always like that. Instead of just getting the shit done. Yeah, just and I'm, I'm, do it. I'm only saying this to you because I have your exact same habits, right? Mm. So it's like I get it done, but how much more efficiently I could could I have done this exactly. without wasting my time, yeah. wasting other people's time? Yeah. I could have done this. Like it's it's there. Please, please listen, Chris. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the other day too, I sat down and I was like, I'm gonna rebrand myself. Not in terms of rebrand myself, but kind of put into exact words. It's the same advice that I gave all my business partners when we were working and branding, like the matcha stuff and stuff. And I was like, how come I'm not taking my own advice? Like, yo, why don't you do this? You're going to sit down and knock it out. I wrote three words on Google Doc. And then I started uh, watching uh, Don't Don't Fuck With Cats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And I was, then I watched the Aaron fucking Hernandez, whatever fucking uh-huh, documentary yeah. shit. And I was like, what the fuck are right. you doing right now? You yeah. know? So I kind of fall into these vices as well, right? Yeah. But all the differences between me and you is that I've done the work and I've had the success. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? no, yeah. So now I'm on an unwind. Uh-huh. Now I'm trying to re grab uh-huh. it. Right. So you're not there yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I still have a thousand miles to go. For me right now, like if people are like, well, David, you still have a lot to go. I was like, based on who? I've already achieved everything mm-hmm. I wanted. Like I, yeah. I've had stand up shows where I had like over a thousand people there. I knocked those things out a couple times. It felt great. Right. I don't care to do it again. I mean, maybe in the future, who knows? I wanted to do a film. I did that shit. Yeah. I wanted to open up my own food concepts. I opened up five. I'm, you know, it's like I'm not flexing, but I'm saying like <laughs> no, I flex on them. Now, now it's time <laughs> for me know. to be like, okay, cool, you got the hard work done. Do you want to relax a bit now? 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, do you want to just like kind of smell the roses? That's where I'm at the stage right now. That's why I'm losing this weight because mm-hmm. this is the time for me to smell the roses instead of the bacon. So like I've been smelling a lot of bacon. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to lose this weight, get my health back, and then kind of focus on the stuff I didn't get to focus while I was trying to grind out and knock out my fucking bucket list. Right. Well, guess what? Fucking, I, in my personal opinion, for me, I mean, I may not seem like a lot to to most people because people look for high stardom. They want to be in these Hollywood films. I've mm-hmm. never had those dreams. I just wanted to help people by making them laugh. That's all my life goal was. Mm-hmm. That's what I live by every day. This podcast is here to help people out. Stand-up yeah. comedy was to help people out. Doing music made people feel a certain way. Everything mm-hmm. that I've done up until this point was because I wanted people to feel good about themselves because when I was younger, I didn't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. So these are the small goals that I have, and it's yeah. just kind of led to bigger things mm-hmm. that I expected. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I say for me on my bucket list, I probably completed about 75% of it. I only got 25% of like personal stuff that I want to do. Right. And the rest is just when I have kids, I'm going to give it all to them. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. You're 26. You got a lot more to go. Yeah, man. I've always wanted, but I, you know, 26 sounds old to me because I've always wanted this shit since like, like 15. And I was like, yo, when I turn 18, it's going to be the. I'll be gonna, Justin Bieber's. <laughs> yeah, no, no, real talk. It's funny you said that because I used to be a Justin Bieber hater. I actually, I actually talked shit about his yummy track, which really I was just hating again. I was hating on it. And I was on another content piece of content, so I was really trying to make my opinion sound mm-hmm. super thing. But I was like, "Yo, it's a flop." Blah, blah, blah. But um, I hated on him because Usher my favorite, him. my favorite artist, bro, Usher, chose Justin Bieber. Of course. I was, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was like, my thing was like, I'm supposed to be signed by Usher. <laughs> so then, is Bieber's 26 too? He's like uh, 24, 25. Okay. No, he might be 25, 26. Maybe we may be the same age. No, he's like 24. It's Justin Bieber or Bieber's? Bieber. Did I, I've been fucking up his name. It's Justin <laughs> Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. I think Bieber. I've been doing it with the Asian accent for so long, I, I don't even remember it anymore. It's Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Justin Bieber. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. And um, so, yeah, he got Justice picked. Justice Bieber. He, right. just, <laughs> he got picked up by Usher, bro. And, I, you know, he was a kid, and, and he was doing the whole side moonwalk because Usher taught him how to do the side moonwalk. And I was like, I've been knowing how to do that shit. Like, I was like, I was really hating on this shit. So then I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to have Chris Brown pick me up. Right, so now I uh, literally made a documentary. I'm 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 gonna bring it back out, but I made a whole documentary of like who I am, what I do, all the different things. I have a boxing section, an acting section, art section, and dance. It's all broken down into four sections in this documentary, but it all go, boils down to why Chris Brown should sign me. Right, and I was. And then he beat up Rihanna, and you're like, "Fuck." Okay, whoa. All right, we're not gonna go there. But listen, he beat the fucking shit out of her. Okay, um, he 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 just he did Muay Thai on her face. Uh, I'm sorry, Team Breezy, but I'm still with you guys. All right, that, that, hey man, he makes great music, but that that boy fucking knocked her to another universe. <laughs> Wagwan, yeah. like just. <laughs> hey man, you, you you know you you heard his side, right? What was his side? Here it is. You I know. want to hear his side. I actually never did. Not, never? Not, not as a joke. Oh, uh, yeah. He, she farted it, in his face. He was like, what the fuck? No, 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 bro. Like, it was, uh, you know, this is all on, you know, on the on his documentary that he put on uh, on Netflix. She put man. his hands on him first, huh? A whole, it was a whole situation, bro. Put his hands on him and, you know, she, like, grabbed his dick and, like, tried to, like, squeeze it. like, rip that shit off. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I believe him. it. You know, yeah, it was like you know they they were they were they were fighting. They yeah, were they, fighting. you know they they but, were throwing blows. You know what the funny thing is? I did this in a stand up set 
oh, years ago. Which doesn't justify. I'm not. I'm not oh, saying. No, no, like, there's no justification. There's no justification in, in I'm just saying. I'm, I'm literally just. I'm literally just reiterating what he said in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, Chris his likes thing. women to get beat. Listen, no. and we're not fucking around. <laughs> no, but you know, like people were wondering what the other side was. Yeah. There's no. Ju- I hate it when people do this too. They go, "Why do you need your other side? It's a woman who got beat." Right. Well, what if the other side was that she tried to rip his dick off? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, nobody's justifying that somebody got beat up, yeah. but we all know what happens in this real world, and you've seen it, that where sometimes certain women, they believe that they could put their hands on a guy whenever they want because they're like, you know what? You're not going to touch me either way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get touched up a little bit, especially if you try to snatch a dick off a guy. Yeah, It might happen. I'm not saying it's okay, but I, it's it's kind of interesting to know the story. There's no judgment here yeah, on my yeah. part because i don't know what happened right and plus they're they're cool now right they're friends and shit yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure they're I cool think they squashed he, it. He, he yeah yeah they actually they dated again at one point yeah they dated again uh and then you know whatever love triangle he had going on and then uh yeah they just ended up splitting but yeah he'll throw a couple emojis and shit on her page every now and then yeah i think they're, they're a cool. reminder of like She's oh like, damn. yeah because rihanna getting a little thick you know what i'm saying and i think chris brown noticed that like oh shit a little thicky thick, dude. A little thick. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so I had this whole thing of like, yo, okay, fine, Chris Brown's gonna sign me. And then I like I remember like um <clears throat> he performed in Houston one time and like I finessed my way to like sneaking into the VIP meet and greet, met him, told him, Hey man, I plan on moving to LA someday. I plan on working with you someday. And he was like, Oh man, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Like that's tight. And he socked you up a bit. I made a uh, nod. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I remember I designed him and printed a shirt for him because that's when I was running my t-shirt business too. And so I was like, I screen printed a shirt for him, gave him a custom shirt. And then, you know, fast forward, like a few years later, I moved to LA and I end up booking this this uh, deal where I present Chris Brown his Vivo certified awards for like YouTube type shit. Wow. And, um, Did he remember you? Nah, hell no, nah, he didn't remember me. But I told him the story. I told him that, yo, man, I told you that I was going to, you He's know. like, ah, oh, that's cool. I don't remember you at all, bitch. Yeah, and he was like, we're technically, away. technically not working <laughs> together, you know. But it was like, you know, it was still cool. It was cool that I like, I guess that was like a check, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I still would like to do a little co- collab, you know what I mean? Like a like a. So dance. you were trying to be a singer. I was trying to be a singer, actor, dancer. Like I wanted to be all of it, all Damn. of it. Bro. I still would like to do music for sure, but. I have already accepted the idea that I can't sing. I tried. I went. I went. Like I. You went to vocal coaching. I mean, yeah, but but I I know how to hold a note. But the thing is, is like I I, if I wanted to sing, I want to be like a badass singer. I don't want to just be Mm -hmm. getting by. Yeah, that was my thing. So I was just like, "What's your favorite Chris Brown song right now?" My favorite Chris Brown song. Oh damn. Uh, what is my favorite Chris Brown song? Is that puberty Chris Brown or uh, pre-puberty Chris Brown? Um, I would go with, uh, I'm gonna go with, I like, I like, give me that. And that's not really like a singing one. I want you to sing it for us right now. I don't know what give me that sounds like. Oh and... no, that's not even a song. That's not even like really yeah. like singing. He's just like, give me that. Then you like it when you like what I like. Give oh me yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's that what it is, like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that one because of the dancing. Like the dancing was uh-huh. fucking badass. There was a song like I would fucking I would I would really try to sing this song. It was like um, uh, I should have kissed you or something like. That. Yeah, I should have kissed you. 
And I would really try to be like, and how I should have kissed you, girl. <laughs> like, I would really, like, try. I'm not going to give you the fucking real one. I'm going to just keep acting like I'm, I'm, fucking, it, I'm fucking it up. But, That's smart, man. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Play smart like that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a real voice, huh? Why am I lying? <laughs> That's, like, That's his real voice, actually. I don't get it. It seems like every time. Give me mine and I, yeah. I don't, yeah. But yeah, I don't fucking. See, man, it's I, tough, my, man. My thing, it, it, it is, bro. And and like, I really wanted to, bro. And mm-hmm. I was like, and my thing was like, I'll get, I'll nail everything else and then just throw a little auto-tune on me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what everybody well, nowadays, else does. So yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, Chris will fuck with me if if this is the only thing that I can't <laughs> really get down that's not 100%. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll probably, maybe if I can get in with like a 60, you know? But I got the dancing down, I got this down, like, yeah, for sure. But then I, I finally, like, I finally, when I moved to L.A., it ended up being about, like, why am I trying to find somebody to, mm-hmm. like, sign, like, to, to you know, sign me, or so to speak. You know what I mean? You why made I'm, your own path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to, and, man, everybody, I remember Bati, a lot of people were, like, so they supported it. They're, they didn't tell me. They wouldn't tell me, like, that's dumb. What the fuck's wrong with you? Because yeah. I was so driven, bro. You remember that time yeah, when I yeah. was doing that? I mean, nobody, the... nobody could tell me shit. I was like, Chris Brown's going to see this documentary. He's going to be like, where is this kid? That's the funniest fucking thing in my life. If you met me at that age, I would have threw eggs at you. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thrown I would have thrown a half rotten apple gotta, at your face. I got I got point uh, blank. I ha- I still have a, all the, all that shit, bro. I'm going to have to if like If you would have came up to me like, "Yo, Dave, man, let me tell you my dream. I'm making this documentary. <laughs> it got singing, it got yeah. painting, yeah. it got dancing, <laughs> and then Chris Brown is going to sign me." I was like, Remember that one time I slapped you in the face and I threw you over a bridge? It's like, what's that? And I slapped you in the face and I threw you over a bridge. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is wrong with you, man? But you yeah, see, man. whenever he does think of something like that, like he does really like, get so determined. Look like, at that motivation. See? Yeah, that's man. exactly what you're talking about. When you get hyped on something, you get. That's, what, that's how mm. Joe is. Joe is like that. When Joe mm. finds a hobby, he hones in so hard. Like he got recently. Not too long ago, he's not going to karate anymore, but he got super into karate. This motherfucker was doing karate katas all fucking day for like a year, really? doing belt tests and all this yeah. other shit. And yeah. he was just, he was fucking Daniel LaRusso and the Karate Kid out of nowhere. Damn. So yeah. he's like you, where he gets super hyped up about stuff and he hyper laser focused on that mm. one fucking thing. Yeah. I actually listened to y'all's, uh, that episode, man, the the three uh, simple steps of like uh, success. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. That I, I listened to it last night, actually, to be honest with you, because you actually uh, I think you you posted it on your story. Yeah. Because somebody was like, this is actually the most important podcast. And then you were like, it definitely is. So I went to go listen to it. And I was like, <laughs> like this is real shit. Oh, this is some real <laughs> shit joke. Because I, I saw the video that he put out about his class, the thing that he's doing. Mm-hmm. And. I, I, I actually wanted to tell Joe, man. I was like, man, you, he actually he gave so much in that in that intro video of like, this is why you should take the class. I was like, I basically took the class. Yeah. The class is more specific. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But he he was it was it's almost like uh, uh, coming out with a book and then telling the what the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. book is yeah. about. And I was like, oh damn, like you, you got you know you got people just like motivated and do it. Was, I mean, either way, it would still be a win for him if just that got yeah, him like, to his his purpose in life is to is to help people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the the hard part is is like all this stuff that we said on that podcast. 
it's it's enlightening for a lot of people, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's stuff that people have already heard. The problem yeah. is, is like they don't. The how is that problem, uh, right. and that's where his program really helps. Is the how, and it's that one on one. Because like I've told people the same advice over and over and over. And the reason why when we talked on that podcast is like we always talked about people will always get hyped up to do something, but they just never know about the execution, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things I didn't say on that podcast is what everybody sounds like to me. This is this is a this is ninety nine percent of the population when it comes to achieving something. Everybody always does this thing. They go, do you want to try this thing? I would love to. Cool. Why don't you start doing it? Ah, because. Already. Three reasons. It's always always like this. You always have three reasons no, but only one reason yes. Yeah. Three reasons why you you can't do something, but only one reason why you can. Yeah. And that you've already failed right out the gate. Like. It's it's impossible. The first person that doubts you is actually yourself. Mm-hmm. And when, when it really requires action and thought, people just don't do it. Yeah. And that's the hard part, right? Right. Because I'm, I'm working Sorry, with... Sorry, I'm adding time to my parking, by the way. I know I look like a dick. He's texting <laughs> his ex-girlfriend right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what? This guy, Dave, is the reason why we broke up. Yeah, man, let's, let's, let's work it out. <laughs> let's oh, work wow. it out. But yeah, that's that's the hard part. It's just like kind of getting their foot in the door in the right way. And instead of just getting into it because you're hyped, mm-hmm. it's really finding out why you're doing this and then working on the how after. That's the hard part. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm always talking about figure out why you're doing something. Because you could always go back to it. It, it gives uh-huh. you laser focus. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know if you have seen that movie, uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance, which is like, that's like the whole theme, I guess, of that entire movie that... Um, you're battling like yourself basically your entire life. I mean, that's that's like the ultimate thing that at the end of the movie is like the climax that you're. Mm. Um, he's trying to get like that last shot because it's like a golf movie basically. And Matt Damon, um, he's got like some shot in the woods or some shit that he can't make or it's like super hard to make or something like that. And uh, his caddy, who's Will Smith, you know, tries to co- he coaches him up a little bit about you know telling him about his insights, like you know you're you're capable of this kind of thing, and uh, trying to get past that yourself, like you're saying, you know, it's like you're your own kind of like wall, your own demon, your own thing that you're battling your entire life. And uh, that movie was like based off of uh, old Indian uh, proverb kind of thing, mm. which is the old book called uh, Bhagavad Gita, I don't know, um, which is kind of like Bagger Vance is supposed to be Bhagavad oh. Gita kind of thing. And that's really what it is in the entire time. It's just, you're battling yourself. So if, like you're saying, you're self-doubting yourself, you're already like, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling Pass. prophecy. You like you've already failed before you even started. Exactly. Because you already had that mindset that you weren't going to succeed. Uh-huh. It's it's such a hard thing for people to get past, right? Also, a lot of people are just afraid of failure. And failure is the best fucking teacher in life. Mm. When you fail at things, you don't really go backwards. You actually level yeah, up. Yeah. You always level up when you fail. Yeah. Without unless you take that failure and you make the same mistake like a dumb fuck, then yeah, you're back at the same place. You right. know? But failure is the <laughs> It's the biggest teacher ever. Yeah. It's like, oh, I tried this out. I found out this isn't for me. Then you move on. You take those life lessons and mm-hmm. you and you level up in life. Yeah. And people are so scared of failing because they think the whole world is watching them. Hey, guys, let, think about it. Nobody gives a fuck about you. You're not that fucking important. Right. You're an important person. You're not that fucking important, mm. which is something you should really think about because you, you, you go out there. Like, even the other day, right? I'm trying to do this thing where I'm biking now, right? Uh-huh. Check it out. Didn't tie my shoes. My shit got caught up in my chain. I flew into a bush. <laughs> oh, damn. I flew into a bush. People were, dog, you know how, why would it be that at t- I'm in Pasadena, all white people, right? Tell me why. Tell me fucking why the one black dude in Suburban had to watch me go into a bush and go, aha! I was like, why? Uh. Why, dog? And I just sat there. I had, to, I had to sit there with my foot in my fucking bike chain like this, undoing it. And that dude just had to go, aha! 
I'm like, damn. What? This is Pasadena. Why did you come out here That's right now, bro? That's the perfect balance, bro. Like, when, when, when everything's going good in life, you're just chilling. You know, we're going bike ride. And then that, that little, like, humbling moment of life. I fell like, into this a is, bush. This is reality, yo. <laughs> this is reality. It's funny because I felt my laces tightening as the thing was. And oh. all I could think was, like, there's nothing I can do about this. I just got to eat it. shit. And I just fell right into a bush. Damn. And that, that was it. And I just had to get up like nothing happened. I just started cycling off again. <laughs> that's life. Damn, and that's man. failure, man. It's okay if somebody laughs at you. That that dude laughed. What's going to happen after? Mm-hmm. I'm still alive. Yeah. People don't think about the after part of failing. You're still alive. Nothing's going to happen. There's there's really no there's, there's no consequence of failing, really, in, 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 in trying something new. Right. Unless yeah. unless, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to try to get shot in the face and see what happens. That's a little different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But majority of the stuff that we want to try, there isn't that many major consequences. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unless you really dive deep. Let's say you're working a, a fucking a nine to five and you go, hey, I want to try music. Well, you could do it after work and try that out. But even then, when there's no consequence of trying that out, people don't do it because they're like, oh, what are my friends going to think when I try music? Maybe I'm not a good singer. Or if I go on and sing in front of somebody, um, they're probably going to make fun of me. They're going to laugth I'm not that good. I'm not. Th- mm. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah. How do you live in that type of self-doubt? Try it out. If you fail, you fucking fail. That is what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what that's what it is, right, too. Like, after you, they fail once, it's like it's so demoralizing to them for some reason. And even if they fail two or three more times, it's still, like, still demoralizing. And once you get past the point of, like, failure, like, 10 times, 20 times, then it kind of, like, becomes less numbing to you, you know? So yeah, you get man. Over it. Like, acting. Too. I rem- the first time I ever went to my real audition when I got signed, I read this role. Um fucking hilariously funny i was so stupid i didn't realize that the 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 episode was like for like a csi or something and it wasn't a funny role but for some reason i interpreted my fucking psychotic head as a comedic role <laughs> and then after when i was done with the audition the person looked at me he goes that was a very interesting take so why'd you go the comedy route and i looked and i sat there and i was like because it, it's not a comedy it's not, role it's not this is a serious part where somebody died in this scene, and for some reason, I thought it was funny. You're reading it like, ah, you're killing me. You're <laughs> killing me right now. <laughs> I went into my car. I pulled the seat all the way back. I laid down, and I went, fuck! <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> I was mortified. Then I called up my boy, Khalif. I was like, dog, this is what just happened. He goes, hey, man, that's just... This is acting. Welcome to acting. He's yeah, an actor. Right. And after that, I just scabbed over. I was like, well, nothing's ever going to get as worse as that. <laughs> and oh, it never man. did. I never did that again. So I just, now I scab over. I go into the auditions. I walk in, walk out, and it is what it is. That's it, man. I've been on the other side of auditions to where now I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really out of your control. It is. Only thing you can do. Try as a, here's Yeah, I was just about to say, only thing you can do as an actor, get off book kill work your ass off on that little slot side that they give you sometimes you get blessed with giving getting the whole script so you can actually read the whole thing you get context Mm -hmm. and everything but most of the time you just get a side and you have to figure out on your own whether it's a comedy or a fucking csi scene that's the uh, first thing you guys should do uh probably understand the scene yeah and not make a joke when somebody has their brains their brains blown out (laughs) yeah so you know and then go in there and fucking do your best and kill it and then walk out and forget about it yeah not in your control anymore it's not in your control forget don't think about man if i get that role i'm gonna do this i'm gonna gonna buy my my house man i'm gonna change Uh everything no just forget about that shit yeah that's what i do remember when they had that huge uh jackpot for the lottery it was like a billion dollars right 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 my ghetto ass i already planned out my life (laughs) 
<laughs> what was going to happen? Like, I got this. Yeah, for when <laughs> when I win, yeah. I already planned out my life. Yeah, and when I didn't win, I was pissed. I was like, hold on, why are you pissed? It wasn't guaranteed, you <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, okay, well, I was going to get this boat. I was going to fucking retire my parents. I guess not. Right. I was like, hold on a second, yeah. dog. What are you saying, you dumbass? Yeah. I was like pissed all week. I was like, I can't believe I didn't win. That's <laughs> so the true. lottery. The lottery of all things. The one thing that you have point zero zero eight percent chance of winning or some Yo, shit like I that. Remember, <laughs> I remember my grandpa, man. He plays a lot. He plays a lottery every day, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been playing it every day. I mean, since I was you know, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like, since I can remember, basically, I just grew up with him always telling us, uh, pick a number one through 10 and we'll say, uh, six and he'll mark it. Okay. Pick a number 13 through 30, uh, 22. And he'd just be marked. And he, that, that was like his way of playing the lottery would do it with, with us, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I finally asked him like, you know, I'm a little older now I'm like 15. I'm like, yo, so how does this, how does this work? You know, cause I, he would always tell us to go buy him the lottery ticket and we'll go whatever. And so, um, so he would, uh, wait, were we old enough to buy a lottery ticket or did I just lie? At 15? Yeah. Well, no, how old are you, how old do you have to be to buy a lottery ticket? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I probably fucking lie. But anyway, it was basically just like, you know, he, we would, we would get him, uh, you know, bring him his lottery tickets. And so I'm like, yo, how does this all work? He's explaining it. And I was just like, that seems easy. Yeah, and he lo- he lost it. It was basically like all of the sixty seven years he's been alive was just he was like easy. Like he's been doing this shit every day. You talking about this lottery fucking easy? I was like, yeah. I mean, what do you just pick numbers yeah. and then yeah. they My choose those been numbers? Doing the fucking lotto shit since I was a kid too. Still hasn't won. Hey, and the the what my aunt uh I never forget this shit, man. My uh it was way back, man. My aunt always plays um her kids and her husband's birthdays that's the numbers she's been doing this for mm-hmm. years right the one time she doesn't play those numbers pop up <laughs> but it's not it wasn't like all of them to where she yeah. would have been a whole but it was like uh, like five out of the six and seven she still would have won some money from that oh, right? oh mm-hmm. she would have got buku and she was devastated so like if we, we were going to the beach and this was the whole thing and like you know the happiest place you could be you know what i mean and she was just devastated She's trying yo. to drown all her kids oh my gosh and my other aunt her sister was just trolling she just with she had like a disposable camera she just kept taking pictures of her that's tight just like <laughs> she just kept taking pictures of just how pissed she was man just so she could yo, let's all that. just play the lotto man we'll split it we'll split it three ways i'm down and then we'll just be balling, dude. Then you could just be, you know, just not doing anything. <laughs> you continue doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, I think he's already there, bro. I think he's already there. <laughs> hey, you hey, just be man. talented as fuck. Just doing nothing, man. You can paint all you want, man. Yeah, you, know? you, you ain't trying to give me money, man. You best believe I ain't doing shit. Oh, I'm man. not doing shit, man. I can't. Oh, that's what's, that's a shitty thing, dude. Like, I just don't want to work for my shit anymore. That's what Diddy man. said, man. Man. That's what Diddy said. You work your ass off so that you don't have to do shit. That's that's the mm-hmm. thing. Like I like I look at Diddy. He looks like Satan too. Diddy <laughs> looks like Satan, man. Like I, sh- I I kid you not, Diddy. If you ever see this, you're fucking Lucifer. I don't give a fuck. I look hey, at man. A, that's love. I look bro. at his face. I'm like, you are Satan. Damn. The 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 yeah, the, yeah. the minister inside me says, you, my friend, are <laughs> the fallen angel of heaven. He just looks evil. Everything about his face. He just looks mm. so fucking evil. Yeah, he looks. Like, Diddy don't even look like a black dude to me. He looked like a white dude doing blackface. He don't. He looks weird to yeah. me. Uh-huh. Like if you look at his face, it's like you ain't. You're not even human. 
you don't look human to me. Look yeah. at look at pictures of Diddy's face. Like I re- recently saw that video. It was like the Black Billionaires Luncheon. Yeah. Oh, with like right, Jay Z right. and he's giving that speech. Yeah. I'm like Satan. Look at you just speak, <laughs> speak, speaking to these pure souls. Look at you just spitting that fire and brimstone. Take that. Take that. Take yeah. That, he's take like, that. we over here. We the Black Billionaires. I'm like, nah, you ain't black though, bro. You Satan, dude. <laughs> you trying to influence these beautiful black men and doing some crazy shit, dude. That's why Jay Z was standing there looking all confused. He goes. <laughs> Don't sound right. <laughs> Something sound a little peculiar. <laughs> oh man, that was a shitty man. That the Grammys, bro. Especially during the time, the same day Kobe died, bro. Yo, yeah. sh- did you cry? Oh, I bawled. Isn't it so weird? So, I cried. I teared up so, the second, like the day after, because like that was like the first son thing of a bitch. about it. Okay, so so what happened was so we're like whenever whenever he passed. Well, first of all, what we were all doing? You, what were you doing when you when he passed? I woke up and then I just saw a tweet. You saw a tweet. I saw a tweet. It's like, yo, that Kobe. It was like, I can't believe the thing about Kobe, mm-hmm. right? It was something very vague. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked it up online. And I was like, I literally tweeted. I was like, that Kobe thing ain't real, right? Dot, dot, yeah. dot, dot. Yeah. And then next article, next article, next article. Then my fucking eyes started welling yeah. up yeah. with tears and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found out his daughter was there too. That, uh, that's the thing that got that's me. Because I started bro. imagining the fact that his helicopter's going down and, and he has to pret- and his hold his daughter and bro. pretend like everything's okay even yeah. though he knows that they're going to yeah. die. And then she oh, got me. Oh man! And then Tell I her found she's out she's gonna be okay. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah. And then I found out there was other people on the helicopter too. That shit got me even more. I'm like, yeah, damn! It wasn't man. just Kobe. It was him and then six other people. A whole people. family, bro. A whole family. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Yeah, man. man. And what's crazy because I, I heard uh, um, uh, Kev talk about it and, and Miss, Mrs. Uh, Kev on stage. They said that it was just that 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 day was just an everyday carpool situation mm-hmm. of like. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, for rich we'll get people. Y'all, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get y'all there. Yeah, for rich people. Like, okay, yeah, hop in the helicopter. We'll, we'll go straight there. We'll, you know, play the game. Like it was just a regular thing, man. And this, I want to know why his fucking helicopter malfunctioned. Man, um, they said it didn't oh, have bro. one of the things on it. Like one of one of the, uh, I guess, certain machines that's supposed to like track if you're about to hit a cliff or something like that. And it tells you like if you're gonna clear it. It didn't have that machine built into it like it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. And then and there was fault. and there was a um there was a twenty thirty foot like uh, clearing. Yeah, yeah. Twenty to thirty feet. And away. that machine would have told them if you could make that kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, your uh uh cousin, bro, he hit me, uh, Victor. Uh-huh. And he was breaking it down to me because apparently, like, he flies uh, planes and stuff. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he broke it down. was like um, uh, he knows, like, just because of, like, when when you're in fog and it's that, uh, um, all of that fog, you don't know whether you're going up, down, left, mm-hmm. or right. Like, because it's that, like, yeah. uh, it's that thick. solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that thick. And so there's that. There's complacency as well of, like, just like, oh, I got this instead yeah. of really going through all the procedures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not and, me. You find a helicopter, yeah, yeah. bitch. If yeah. I looked at my helicopter pilot, I was like, I was like, yo, it's a little foggy. I was like, goes, mm, I got this. Okay, well, I'm gonna step off real quick. <laughs> yeah. right? You figured that out, dumbass. I got my daughter with yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then and then it's also, um, he said that uh, uh, the impact was just quick it was like a oh yeah a snap yeah. to where they didn't know where they were going mm-hmm. yeah to where it, you wouldn't even have the you wouldn't even know to grab you know mm-hmm. to just like prepare it type was of thing. Boom. it was just a straight but like that's it mm-hmm. and he was like that doesn't make it better 
it's still a tragedy. It's just the idea of, you know, the uh, when you see in the movies of like the planes going down and, yeah. and like that type of thing where you have like a 30 second gap or mm-hmm. a minute. No, it was just death. It was just straight. Boom, done. Why did they? No, why okay. did he think he was just gonna fucking helicopter and fog? That's what I'm saying. It's like, come know, on, man. man. Yeah. Where's that Mamba mentality, bro? But he's been doing that for so much of his life, like at this point. Yeah, I heard he's been why. doing it since he was in the NBA, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. just hates LA traffic. Yeah, and he wanted to spend that extra 20, 30 minutes with his with his daughter, mm-hmm. and and so I didn't cry the day of. It was super unbelievable. It was like shocking. Yeah, you know, it was like it was yeah. How do you even take all of that in? It was so much. But I had to still perform that night. Mm-hmm. I had a show. It was a stand-up for Puerto Rico. So I'm also doing a show for the tragedy that happened in Puerto Rico with the earthquakes and stuff. You should have done a Kobe joke. And the, I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm playing. Well, you would have you would have lost your whole career. Yeah. Shout outs to Ari Shafir. Yeah, it's a, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> what an idiot. So so um, I ended up uh, like still having to, to perform or whatever, and it was an intimate room, and it was super supportive. All the acts, like I was the only comic. They did poetry, they did uh, music. Uh, there was a band. They just did instrument instrumentals and stuff. So um, everything was supportive, whatever. But it, I even said it on on stage. I was like, guys, I gotta be honest with y'all. I did. I I I had no intentions of being funny today. Like I, it, it really just it, it's, mm. it's, it's it's tough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I didn't even know if I was gonna be like I thought I was gonna probably like cancel on this, but then I was like, it's not about it's not even about me. You know what I mean? It's about like, the event. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. the event. It's about making people feel good during times like this. You know what I mean? It was like shout out to all the comics who performed that night because mm-hmm. it's like this tragedy just happened. We still got to clock in and make people feel good during this time. I don't know. You know I, mean? I wouldn't be able to do that shit. And so it, it was tough, man. And um, it was it was the next day. Because I live right down the street from the Staples Center. That's right. So I walk down there, and it's packed, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing but people. It's a whole bunch of people. Purple and gold, all baby. purple and gold. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're showing, like, all the, the outdoor, like, um, uh, restaurants, like, where you have, like, the, the, the tables outdoor and the TVs, all the all the, the, the games. Like, the, uh, they showed the, the final uh, Kobe game. They replayed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's, like, wearing Kobe jerseys, flowers, everything all over the place, and they did the whole like uh, they had paper balls and they had a little trash can and then they had like a big circle around it. Kobe. Everybody's hollering mm-hmm. Kobe, bro, shooting it. And um, I went back home. When I got back home, I decided to watch um, the top fifty plays. No, don't mm-hmm. do it, dude. I watched top fifty plays and it started from fifty going all the way down. Yeah. I got to forty eight, and, and then, I'm bawling, bro. Just all fluids coming out of my face, and it was like. It was also yeah, bro. I was crying, man, and I, I didn't I didn't hit anybody up. I was just like I had the cry that was like I'm like kind of screaming, like making you know what I mean, like kind of just like like really mm-hmm. big. And it was also like what a I, bitch. No, okay, for I real. Just to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to add it in there. I'm Yo, just kidding. No, I was a straight bitch that night, but mm-hmm. it was like um and also like my personal shit too. Like I didn't even break down with my whole like breakup situation, and I yeah. thought that was kind of weird because I'm emotional. Like I thought that yeah, was gonna mm-hmm. come. Man, I had a whole breakdown of like everything just came crashing down. It was that She's moment. She's gonna text you after hearing this, by the way. Say, hold on, you didn't, you cried over uh, Kobe, and you didn't fucking cry you over damn right. Me. You damn right. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, did you did. score sixty points on your last game before yeah. you left? You I didn't think you so. Wasn't with, you weren't with him shooting in the gym. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, man, I, that shit really fucked me up, bro. Like, and then and then watching. It's still weird. Mm-hmm. It it is. It's definitely because we weren't even over. We're not even over Nipsey. 
I'm not. The whole Nitsy situation, Mac. that shit fucked me up, bro. Mac, yeah. like 2020 is the ultimate test, bro. Everybody just be killing yeah, themselves. It's been shit, like a man. month in, it already seems crazy. The ultimate test, bro. It's like how, how like, it's like, it was like, oh, yeah, new decade, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. try this. You know, are you motivated? Try this. Mm-hmm. How motivated are you? You know what I'm saying? That's how I took it. The universe was just like, are you motivated? Because anything could happen. And then he still didn't post on Instagram. Still did. It's tight. Still did. Nothing. All right, guys. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I thought I'm that mom mentality yeah. would have like inspired you to do some things, you know. But uh, nah, it's I'm still morning. He's, still, he's in the morning phase, man. It takes like three months, so he's almost there. But the hard <laughs> part, the funny thing is, like you know, when Ari Shafir put his shit out, right? That tweet, which was fucking wild. Did you? Uh, did you? Oh, we got to read that shit out loud. That Ari Shafir thing was so weird. First of all, number one, I'm not a hater, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people's comedy that I don't understand, but I'm like, that's, I can see why that's funny, mm-hmm. right? It's just because it's just not. It's like but flavors. this one yeah, did yeah. not make sense. Well, him in general, all. I just never laughed at anything he's ever done because okay. he just reminds me of an angry guy. But I've never heard of the guy. Well, I, well, I only heard of him through Joe Rogan. Okay, and yeah, so, yeah. but I, apparently, he's like a pretty well-known comic, okay. and like in the comic circle. Yeah, yeah. But he just says a lot of asshole shit, like angry asshole shit. But there's no real punchline. Mm. That's what I feel like. I'm right. not some you know comedy connoisseur, but as a viewer, as a listener, I I have an opinion. Mm. You know. Yeah. But then, yeah, whenever he came on the Joe Rogan podcast, I'm like, who is this guy? He's not even funny. Yeah, like yeah. he's just angry all the time. Yeah. He's angry without humor. Because you know, Bill Burr, he's angry, but he's funny. Yeah. You know, even Louis C.K., he has his little, he's irritated, but it's funny. It's observational. Yeah. With this and, guy. And then Sweethearts, when they get off, like, Bill Burr is, like, is fucking nice as shit, bro. When Hell I met yeah. him, I thought, I, I was a little nervous because I thought he was going to be like a, come on, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah. he was going to, you know, hit me one of the, <laughs> fuck out of here. But I was like, oh, man, he's cool. He's, he's fucking cool. He's mm-hmm. nice. Like, I told him that I was from Houston and, like, I was like, man, I performed out there and he was just like, hey, man, like, you know, he he was he was saying like, you know, I, I perform with the improv out there, and like, you know, if you're in town, you know, come by, mm-hmm. see about getting the set type of thing. That's t- that's awesome, yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying? I might have lied about that last part. All right. Well, you know what? Let me I tell was just you something. Trying to right speak now. it into existence. Yeah, it's not going to happen. How about you speak a fucking uh, Instagram post into existence? Let's start with that. Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. Hashtag fuck the Lakers. Now, I guess you could say he's trying to be uh, confrontational with his jokes. Yeah. Poor timing. Not the right time. Nine people died. Nothing funny his about that. His daughter, bro. His daughter what fucking What is died. funny about that? Like, I don't even know. Now, let me tell you this, though. I did read another tweet that actually had me giggle a little bit about the death. Now, I'm going to put this out there. I did not write this tweet, mm-hmm. but you're going to laugh that you hear this. Okay. The tweet goes, Kobe passed. Impossible. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that was that's that a clever was one. I, another one that I saw that was clever. That they said because you know they were doing the twenty four second thing. Uh, mm-hmm. All the all the teams uh-huh. when they grabbed the ball, they did the twenty four seconds, and they said he said um, you know Kobe's up there right now. You know Kobe is such a a, a competitive player. He's watching those twenty four second violations like every fucking possession counts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so all like oh man, that was a good See, one. See, like these that ones make nice. sense. You that know what I mean? Nice. Like yeah. it's 
it's teetering on that point of like, yo, he died, but the joke is funny, still funny to me. Mm. Yeah. What's the joke in this? That's what I'm saying. I can't, I'm trying hard to find the joke mm-hmm. in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I posted, he posted something like uh, he did a video. He doubled up on it. Oh dude. no, I saw the video. That, that was the one. That I didn't know about that tweet, but I saw the video of him like oh, Kobe's gone. Like he did this whole. I was like, bro. What is your problem? And then, and then, so he did this thing, uh, his latest post on his Instagram, where he's like, uh, it's like he typed it up in his notes, but he's basically justifying the fact that every time somebody dies, his fans come to him waiting for like, yo, when are you gonna do your your piece of shit post? Like mm-hmm. they're like, he, it's like this is like what he does, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Out of all trends that you could create, out of all like things that you know your fans can, that's the one you choose. When yeah. someone dies, yeah, yeah. you go and say the opposite of what everybody else is mm. thinking. I'm like, it's, it's low hanging fruit. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Because then what happens when you die? Yeah. What happens then? Everybody's happy. The, do do, really do your followers you know? do the, do that towards you? And then and then mm. is it? And then is it? Uh, because uh, I'm trying to think of like the most basic, typical response that he could possibly say of like, I would fucking love that. My fans would, my fans would, that would mean a lot to me because that means my fans actually fuck with me to know that mm-hmm. if I died, they would fucking do the same shit. That's a fucking obvious ass answer. How would you really feel, your family? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how would your family feel that like, everybody's saying something like, happened to him when he was a kid? There's some, on, there's bro. some fucked up shit that had to have happened on, as a man. kid. Something's a little off about the guy. Like, even listening to him on Joe Rogan's podcast, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he has, like, Burt Kreischer. And so he also, like, dosed his friend Burt Kreischer, where uh, oh. he fucking drugged him yeah, and had him yeah. go all loopy without telling him. So he dosed him. And what? then Burt, Burt, well-known comedian, too, didn't talk to him for quite a while because he was so pissed. And her, like, and I guess Burt's wife fucking hates Ari mm-hmm. for that shit because he fucking drugged the man without telling him. And he thought it was funny. So he's just yeah, a fucking asshole. He's yeah, a fucking asshole. That's really yeah. what it is. You know, and I don't know. People can try to protect him. His friends like, ah, oh, he's still a good guy. Not fucking really, man. Mm. It's probably because he's good to you. But as a general human being, he's yeah. still a piece of shit. Yeah. Like I had homies who were really nice to me. Right. Growing up. Right. Doesn't mean they didn't do like a drive by and shot people up and then in jail. Yeah. They were cool to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they're not good people. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're, like know the fucking difference. Yeah. And, and think, who and who's going to mm-hmm. who, who in his circle is going to tell him like, nah, bro, that was. Yeah. It was a little that's odd. That's really what it is, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like getting checked the same way. Like someone should have checked fucking what's the name? R. Kelly and shit like that. Come on, man. Like, yeah. Like, uh, that's why I fuck with my circle. Because it's like they'll tell me straight up. That yeah. was some dumb shit. Bati will t- Bati's the first Check person. <laughs> You He's know, whipping what I mean? out your dick, pissing on a fourteen-year-old girl. It's like, hey, man, it's probably not the move. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not the move. You just, Chris. You just like your dick's in your hand. No, 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 no man. All right, man. I just let it go. Wait yeah. till you eighteen. Yeah. Don't no. shake it. Don't, Don't shake, shake it. it. <laughs> Put it. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, there's a part two that R. Kelly documentary. Yeah, they're milking that shit. I was like, what? What? What's the part two about? He did it. It's yeah. done. And now the girl is like, now she is yeah. like uh, out of it. Like she is, is, it broke out of the, you know, little. The spell. Spell. And now she's doing this whole thing of like, she's been exposing and like saying all these things. Like, yeah, he would make us do this. He would make us do that. And then somebody commented, uh, was like, I'm over this saga. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> like, just milking it now. That's why. They're kind of turning the whole. Like it's it's a serious situation, but now it just seems like a money grab. Now you're just yeah. making yeah. a joke out of this yeah. situation. It's like. We get it, you know what I mean, and it's 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 a it's it's a sad fucking story. Yeah. But it comes off for some reason 
I don't know why the part two comes off disingenuous. The first one seemed very genuine. Second one, and even the first one for me, by the way, I don't know if a lot of people felt like this, but I felt like it dragged. It's mm-hmm. like you definitely could have shortened this into like two or three parts. Yeah. But you wanted to have it to be four or five yeah. or whatever. Right. It's like you could have shortened this up and it felt a little long for me. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is definitely a money grab for people. So when something like that that's supposed to be very heartfelt feels like it's just a money thing, it mm. takes it takes away from, from me a little bit. Not from their pain or what they went through, but as a viewer watching a documentary. Yeah. Where is where is R. Kelly? I don't know. After that whole Gale thing, that shit was crazy. Gale thing? Gale. Oh, you're talking about the interview? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. fighting for um, my yeah. wife. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yo. I don't know the hog tie. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what he's what he saying. I don't even know the hog tie. <laughs> What's what a hog tie? I don't know what a hog tie. You know what a hog tie is. Shut the fuck up, country boy. Yeah. He was a country boy, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah, he was, he grew up in a country. He was like a country little farm boy yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's probably the first thing he learned how to do. Yeah. I don't know what a hog tie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. You're supposed to put a gag in the mouth first and then fuck it in the butt? Like, nobody said anything about that, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> he's like, look. He, Here we go. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. Because I, I was just like, he's been playing it like real low key. Like, where is he? Is he like in uh you know? He's not in jail yet though, but I'm uh, he's gonna go because he was. But then he got he ended up uh, homegirl, homegirl got him out, paid a hundred G's, and now she wants it back. She's like, um, if y'all gonna take him back to prison, can I get my money back? No, lady. Nah, you posted bail for him. That's crazy. How much people? Yo, you heard the the uh, like. He already had pre. Obviously, the evidence of him just pissing on a girl, which is fucking disgusting and terrible. He had. Uh, a concert in Africa. Did you hear that shit? Mm-mm. He was like, and the song goes like, did you get your shots? Would you like to come with Rob to America? That's the fucking song. And he's singing at a benefit concert. Did you wow. get your shots? Would you like to come to, with Rob oh, to America? Like, go. what Sing. the fuck is going on? Hey, man, that is like, low, low he knows right that there, he bro. has angel vocals. And with that confidence, he's like, yeah, I'll sing my way. I'll, I'll get them to, to do whatever I want. Hey, man, what's it called? Fucking Usher did a whole album called Confessions and Confessions Part 2 about him cheating and having a kid on the side, and women still love him. What R&B sure. does to ladies is unfucking real that's what, that's what That's what made me want to do it. Real talk. <laughs> I, but look, I became, look, the Usher's concert was the first concert that I've ever been to, right? Mm-hmm. I was like eight or nine, whatever. And he, he was uh, 8701 Damn. album. 8701 mm-hmm. album. And this is why I was like, I wanted to be either that, like an R&B singer, pop, pop singer, whatever, mm-hmm. or just an entertainer in general. Because mm-hmm. I saw one guy on a stage in a whole stadium. Just like screaming for this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like any move he did, take his glasses off and then he was going crazy, ripped his shirt. And I was just like, yo, you want I that. want that. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I, when I performed on stage for the first time, I felt the energy that I like that, that people thought. Like you're a performer, man. That entertainers talk about. Entertainers mm-hmm. talk about that of like the energy. And I felt that shit. I was like, yeah. That's what that's what gets me off. I don't care what I'm doing. That acting plays. I did I did theater. I did um Damn. I performed in talent shows, but I would dance. I wouldn't I didn't know how to sing, so I would just dance though. So I would do whatever song, Chris Brown, whatever, mm-hmm. and dance to it. And uh we get the same adrenaline and then now stand up. Favorite Usher song. Oh I'll give you three. Top three. Okay, top three. Here it goes. You remind me, you don't have to call and you got it bad. 
Oh, yeah, that's all good. All classics. 8701. Damn. That's hard to say. I would say fucking... Uh, fuck. Actually, we might have the same ones. Actually, Confessions Part 2, I actually really, really like. Mm. Uh, when he flipped that up, I thought that shit was dope. The main, like, Confessions. Yeah. Is it my confession? Yeah, but... Thunder. It's gonna be the hardest thing I think yeah. I yeah. ever had to do. It, it was the remix version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was fucking fire. Yeah, bro. So I put that up there, and then I also got... What's it called? Um, what was your three again? You remind me. You don't have to call. And you, you don't have to call. It's definitely one of them for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, ooh, that's hard. That, yo, don't leave a girl around me. True player for, for real. real. That's my nigga for real. Yeah. Uh. Beow, 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 beow. <laughs> oh, bro. When he slid into the bathroom, uh-huh. it's high spit of that. <laughs> and she's tight. And then, bro, uh-huh. every time I have fog on my mirror, I always do the wipe. To, oh, and, yeah. I, and I always do that scene. Situation <laughs> will arise. I always, bro. Tight, dude. What about Don't Mind? Huh? I feel like. Girl, I don't mind. Yeah. That one? No, Usher always didn't have bangers. No, I, no, yeah, I feel dope. like that was one of the ones that was up there, though. Nah, not my favorite. No. Not one of my top three. No. I love it, though. When I karaoke, it's always. Uh... Oh, wait, hold on. You make it me is... wanna? No, it's actually. I always do a couple. It's. Uh... You got it bad, or I do the uh, the Alicia Keys. Uh, oh my boo, my boo, my boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like my go-to karaoke song, oh, man. And I always get somebody because it's fun because you get somebody else to do it with. Yeah, let me know, bro. Call me. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. You I'll go be Alicia Keys. I'll be Alicia Keys. <laughs> oh, what's it called? Uh, yes, I remember, yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment I knew yeah. you were the one I kept in my life with. Love that shit. Yeah, man. bro. And then um, so with you. So with You Make Me Wanna, I've always wanted to, that song, You Make Me Wanna Leave, you the one I'm with. Mm-hmm. I always wanted that scenario, bro. Like, I've always wanted, oh. like, because I, I I had this crush on this girl for the longest, like, elementary school and middle school and stuff like that. And then I would go, I would have a girlfriend, but it would be this girl that I always wanted to be like, you make me want to leave the one I'm with. To get with you, yeah, to start a new relationship with you. Yeah, this is what you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Think about a ring and all the things that come along with it. <laughs> you make me, you make me want to leave the one I'm with. <laughs> like, are you singing lyrics to me right now? No, nah, this is my own work, baby. <laughs> Before anything me. that came between us, you were like my best friend. The one I used to sit and talk to when we and my girl were having problems. <laughs> it's like oh, that's pretty good, bro. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. didn't know you wanted your own Angelina, man. Yeah, man. I didn't know. Yeah, bro. I uh, I, I actually like. I, I based a lot of my life around Usher. <laughs> I think I'm kind of seeing this trope right now. <laughs> then you gotta take a picture of yourself butt naked in the sauna with some skinny ass legs. Yeah. <laughs> you see yeah. This motherfucker said dick pic, and then everybody was just clowning on his fucking tiny ass legs. They're like, the fuck is with the Ethiopian legs, dog? <laughs> and why did he take it like that? Who? Yeah, who does? Who that? accepted that one? <laughs> and he was blurring out the picture of his dick and stuff. It's like, bro. But look at the legs, guy. <laughs> Crypt keeper. What the fuck is going on? You moonwalk your legs off, bro. Fucking sidestep that shit down to nothing. Yeah. Oh, look like man. two burnt matches on him, dude. It's like, come on, bro. Dude, get into the weight room. Yeah. Do some fucking squats before you post your legs like that, man. 
Oh man, your boy. Who 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 works legs? Yeah. Who does legs? Hey, come on. Hey. Unfortunately. I got I did a little legs today for the first time in a long time. Hit that squat, son. Yeah. And a lot of shit started popping. <laughs> clack, 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 oh, clack. You're gonna feel it tomorrow. Yo, for tomorrow. sure I will. Even when I get off this couch, I'm gonna fall through that glass window. <laughs> it's just gonna be a rough day tomorrow. And I think I'm going hiking tomorrow too. Oh, you hitting the hike? Oh, Where at though? Uh, it depends on where the lady wants to go. Uh, you like hiking and shit? Y'all we hike every Saturday. What? Yeah. Wait, where do you guys go? Like the Hollywood sign? Griffith. No, on the backside of Griffith. Oh, really? Yeah. That shit dry as fuck there. There's no nature there. It's not a hike. That's just an angled road. Well, it's, 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 uh, it's, <laughs> no. yeah, we go, we do the angles. It's, it's the incline about it. You know what I mean? A hike, you're talking about a hike like you, Bart, nature. and Geo do. You guys are in like the forest and shit. Yeah. But it's not a workout. It is a workout. <laughs> you gotta go to the right one. Okay. Those, which one? Which one was that one that y'all went to? The last one. I'll take y'all to a couple. We y'all of stopped places. and took pictures every other. We can't tell people the name because we want people to be there. It's like a little secluded. Oh okay. Yeah, we'll take you. A, I'll take you to a couple spots. Yeah. Yeah. If I get real tired though, I'm, I'm, I got. I've been to a lot of them, but I like the ones that are like you know the low key ones. We yeah, got, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a one next to my place that a lot of people go to. It's like three miles total there and back. It's not that hard, mm-hmm. but it's very beautiful. It's scenic. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where you have to cross a river and there's a waterfall and then you might sprain your ankle a couple times, but you're pretty mm-hmm. good. Nice. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll show you around. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I'm a nature boy now, dude. I'm down for the get down. Yeah, I love that shit. I yeah. found out, too, that dogs really like me on these hikes for some reason. Really? Something about me that dogs really like. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but I'm, I'm just walking around, and uh, Mario saw snack, this, too. Bro. I just sat down. I just smell like bacon. <laughs> and so I sat, I sat down, and then all of a sudden, like, four dogs were just laying around me. And Mario's like... What the fuck is this? I was like, I don't know. Since I was a kid, just dogs just this really, really. Oh, this is the thing since you were a kid. It's like some real weird shit. Like oh, dogs, I, I love dogs too, but I feel like I don't love dogs like white people love mm. dogs. You know what I mean? Where they let them tongue their mouth and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I like dogs, but my, my, like she's like, dogs really like you. Dogs and babies like me a lot. It must be because I'm dumb as fuck. Like, I just, like, I got nothing in my mind that, like, I could trust him. They identify with you? Yeah, they identify with, like, dogs and babies. Yo, this giant, this giant just like us. I know. <laughs> like, uh, a buddy of mine, Jason, like, he has a daughter. She's, like, one years old. Like, hey, my daughter's a little standoffish. She doesn't lock a lot of people. This girl was staring at me all day, cl- climbing all over me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man. Ba-. I heard that that was yeah. a sign of endearment. When babies are just staring at you, it's because babies, like, they actually know that you're like a good looking person like you're a, a, it's a it's attracting but they don't know the idea of like not to stare or whatever it's just they're so fascinated mm. oh, well, I heard that that was a I would prefer that in an adult woman but I get that from a child a little like, baby I want an adult sexy woman to look at me like that just like stare at me and be like wow you are attractive yeah cause Never that would be happened. weird uh-huh. that now that I know that and I see a baby staring at me I'm like well Stop it. That's <laughs> kind of weird. You know what I mean? What the fuck you doing, man? Don't stare at me like that, I bitch. always, I always me mug, for sure. I be me mugging. I be trying to get them to cry. Why are you trying to make Dude. babies cry, man? I just think it's funny. Because you know what it is? It's the it, it happened worst to person me. I've ever met It happened life. to me. And that, and that's all it is. I'm just trying to, like, do the same shit. I'm just trying to keep the cycle going. But I, I have, uh, like, I would, I, like, had a staring problem. I still have a staring problem. Like, when I drive... And I pass somebody, I always look in to see who it is. They're not, it doesn't have, they don't have to cut me off or anything, but I always just look inside people's cars. I've gotten called out about that all the time. Like, my girl would be like, why are you in their car? And I'm like, I don't know. She low-key called me out, but I was just like, I don't know, I was just looking. Yeah. I always look in people's shit. So anyway, when I was younger, I was in a barbershop, and this guy came in. And, you know, he just comes and sits on the chair and kind of just gets settled. And I'm staring, watching the whole mm-hmm. thing. 
And I remember he he crosses his arms and he sees me and does a little double take, sees that I'm staring, and then he goes, right? And I got so scared. Like I was like, I was like, oh snap. You know what I'm but saying? You didn't know you were staring. Yeah, I didn't catch it, but he did that. Like this is a grown adult, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm only like eight, you know. All these stories happen at eight. I had a crazy eight year old. It was a hard time for him as eight <laughs> yeah, year old. Eight. Uh, but uh, yeah, he did that. He did a little buck at me, Bitch. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now and, and and I got. I remember getting so scared when that. And then I guess it was from a then little on. fart came out. Oh shit! Yeah, so, you little fart, little bitch boy. You yeah. staring at me the whole time. You just gonna fart on me like that? Yeah. So then I just started like, all right. I, I when I became that, I was mm. like, let me keep that trend going. But I guess y'all make me feel like shit about it. Yeah, maybe not stare I'm, so much at people like that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Just to learn from that moment, you know. I, I I'm a people watcher. I observe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like your stock continues to go up on the Genius Brain podcast. It's like, for you cheating on your woman, now you're just staring at people. That's tight, dude. You try to really fuck up your whole career. He likes challenges. That's the thing. That's why he doesn't want to post. He doesn't want to put himself out there. He wants to prove to people that no matter how fucking far down he pushes his career, he'll climb right the fuck yeah, back up. Yeah, because you got people uh, like Ari that I could just be like. And then you're like, but Ari Shafir, though. It's like, that's right. You ain't that bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my homie actually said that, too. He was like, bro, you, you're like incriminating yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just speaking my truth like it's, it's true man it's i don't really know how to just keep shit in and it's actually healthy for me to just get that shit out mm-hmm. yeah but you know, you know I, I think as a comic it's just better for us to just put our fucking garbage out there because the moment somebody tries to find out some shit about us it's like i already said that story dude i already mm-hmm. told you like when uh like the whole n-word topic got hot yeah. mm. they're like People were acting as if they never used that word in their life. Yeah. And they were pointing fingers a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You for sure said the N-word because yeah. I was there when you used it. Right. right? Now that it's a, it's a hot topic, you're like, I've never used it. You don't have to say you never used it. Because yeah. right? yeah. growing up in Sacramento, I said this multiple times, it was the fucking thing. We yeah. said it all the time. Yeah. I only realized that after I moved out of Sacramento and came to L.A. how weird it was to use it. Mm-hmm. And I got checked. Yeah, yeah. You know, They're like, yo, don't say that shit. And I'm like why like everybody says where i'm from yeah. right and it's like nah it's not cool like that over here i'm like oh shit is it an issue mm. and realize that and then you know like you know kev did a topic on it and fucking uh uh doughboys from sacramento too yeah. Yeah. he knows what's up everybody says the n-word in sacramento yeah, yeah, yeah. till this day everybody does to this day yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so like i was uh so when i go back to sac everybody's still using it and it's weird when i don't use it yeah. Mm. Yeah. so they're like oh, david's being a little weird it's like nah, it's like and they always get it out of me too. So every time I go back to sack, I try not to, mm-hmm. my hardest. But then everybody's yeah, using yeah. it around me. And I grew up in a. Mm-hmm. My parents owned a black beauty supply store. I grew up out in a predominantly black neighborhood. Yeah. And a lot of my friends were black. So it's yeah. like, yo, this is. I was incepted. I got my black. I got my black card. He lands in Sacramento, just goes home, unwraps, gets his room. Because <laughs> people don't know. Like I, I find it weird when people who didn't grow up around black culture, people they don't have black friends. Mm. They don't know anything about you know like just the black American plight. They don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. and they feel like it's okay to use it yeah yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying they see it as it's just a word they see it as you know what i mean yeah i know absolutely absolutely. that's the weird thing you know so like for me when somebody comes up they go you shouldn't use it i'm like yeah you're probably right you know why because i don't need to use it yeah it's not a necessity why do i have to i don't have to you know if it's if if the time now is don't use that word 
That's what it is. Move yeah. on. Dump it and move on. Yeah. Who cares? What's, what's being taken away from me? Nothing's being taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That was the same thing with uh, uh, FAG. Yeah. Saying that, like, because uh, back home, uh, you know, I got homies who still use that word, and I cringe because yeah. of, like, yeah, I've thrown that word out, like, uh, around whenever, you know, back when it was, like, it's not even it wasn't even about being gay it was just you know yo stop being this stop being you know what I mean so I would just like that was the thing but now like when I go and they're still saying like and just like throwing it out I'm like I'm like kind of like looking around like yo chill bro and now I kind of like I kind of already like talked to them about it like hey bro look I'm not gonna change you you can say what you want but like like just chill on saying it around me cause it's like I'm I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to you know what I mean like Oh, uh, and and then they force it out of me too. You know, I'll play. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, but yeah, we used to use that word all the time too. And you know, it's funny because yeah, like it, it was just a word we used. Never said it against somebody who was actually gay. So it was. It never had that connotation. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody's like, "Yo, that's mad offensive," and like that's what the majority of people are saying, right? Then that is what it is. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Drop it and move on. Right. You know, occasionally will it slip out? Probably. But then I'll try my best not to because people have to understand I was saying it for like 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So now that it's not, it's also going to take some time for me to learn that it's inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's no malice in it. It's just a habit. And mm-hmm. then if when I got checked by it, I accepted it, didn't argue about it. Yeah, I never yeah. stood there and been like, I need to use the word faggot. No, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, it's not. It's not right. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Slipped out. Sorry about that. Won't do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I had to like check myself now and say like motherfucker in like place of it. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just so common. Yeah, I mean, like people have to understand. Like for me, not to use the N word took my spirit, soul, and a lot of prayers because I used it for everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's up, my Uh, everything? Right, right, right. And then I didn't realize how much I used it. Uh You know what I'm saying? Because it was so commonplace. Mm -hmm. That and you feel me? I used to say that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Yeah. Those three things, those mm-hmm. three words, what I said so much. And then when I was recording myself, I didn't realize how often I used it to describe how I felt 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You feel me? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know that either until I read the comments. They're like, yeah, who wants to count how many times Sosa said, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? That's me too. Like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You, you feel me? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me? No, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get it all out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I will say I do miss the N word though. It, it was it was like a period at the end of end of a sentence that didn't that there's no period on you earth. Just say it, bro. You got my okay. <laughs> you you like yo, you barely there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I barely made it. What was funny is that like even at all deaf, I um I was you know just talking whatever, said it, chilling, and then Doughboy was like, "Hey, yo, hold up, hold up. Are we letting Sosa say nigga?" And I was like. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> and he sat down. He was like, all right. <laughs> but, but I was just like, oh, man, I, I, that's another thing, too. I'm not going to sit here and fucking explain myself. Do your history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. it, 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 I got black in me, bro. It's just, that's it. That's just, a whole that's lot just, of it. Yeah, you know, a lot of it. You know what I mean? Say the same with Bati. It's just, it's our heritage. Yeah. We got, it, that's where we came from. We can't do shit about it. You know what I mean? We got African in us. Yeah. They just made some stops at a few islands. Before they came to the big one, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it's not. But again, even saying that makes it seem like it just sounds corny because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so you're 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 looking for the reason of why you said it. Like, mm-hmm. let me do my research of like, yes, I can use it. No, it wasn't even about mm-hmm. that. It was just like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, would, like we always talk about the uh, the there's no universal pass for it. So it's like if you're back at home and you say to, we're around your boys and your homegirls and shit, yeah. and they're cool with it, and yeah. they don't, because even within the black community, right? I mean, Kev's Kev's video showed it. There's a disparity. It's yeah. like some people like, don't ever fucking use it. Yeah, and then there's the other who's like, why can't we use it? Like we we switch the meaning of it. Right. So it's like it's like a fifty fifty thing. Yeah. So it's a wash. Yeah. So but then that's within the black community to figure it out. That's not us. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the outside, we're just outsiders. Mm-hmm. But if you know you're using it back home, if I would say something is like well you should be smart enough to know if your if your black homies allow you to say that shit that's only in your area yeah right when you walk outside you're responsible you for you know mm-hmm. figure it out whatever yeah. happens to you happens to you right because you weren't smart enough to know that right. around this group it was cool mm-hmm. but other, other times and i'm wasn't. pretty sure your homies would be like why the fuck were you saying that shit yeah. in another exactly you know what i mean like what's wrong with you bro like yeah. you supposed to just say that around us nobody told me well, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be smart about it. Right, right. Yeah. Well, y'all, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, shout outs, all your shits. All right. Y'all can uh, find me on all platforms at Cristino Sosa. No H in my name is C R I S T I N O S O S A. Oh, wow. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bachrock, B A H K R O H K. Yeah. And check out their podcast, Keeping It Trill. Yeah, man. We got a podcast, man. It's it's, it's popping, man. Right now, we're on uh, uh, Spotify and iTunes, and uh, we getting uh, things popping. Uh, we're deep the, in it, too. We're, we're like, deep in we're it. We're like 46. Uh, yeah, 46, 46 47. That's a lot of episodes, man. Yeah, bro. Every week. Chime in. Keeping It Trill, baby. You can catch the Genius Brain Podcast on all platforms. Remember, we're just here to be with you on your everyday commute, talking bullshit, random stuff. Sometimes it's really smart. Other times it's stupid as fuck. For example, the origin of the word forgot. So, (laughs) (laughs) forgot. Um, (laughs) I forgot how that went. How'd that go? Uh, I forgot. (laughs) Um, So, uh, let me also say, your, uh, your, your ads sound fucking phenomenal bro. do they oh bro i like i was listening to because i because i was actually like um uh i put my my little like a uh, bluetooth speaker right next to my bed and i was laying down listening to y'all whatever and then you, you hit your your ad and i was like who is this <laughs> like bro you hit it bro you sound so like it's like like a like a professional radio like that the the ones that do the actual commercials you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it sounds hella official bro thank you man you know voice of work get me there dude this yeah, podcast is brought yeah. to you by Apple, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit was nice, bro. That shit was good. So that, that, I always try to bring like personal props. experience. I was like, have you ever woken up and then your laptop never worked before? Well, that's probably because you have something that's not an Apple. You've been on a Mac OS for a very long time. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's really, it's really like that, bro. It's just the way to go about it, too. Yeah. It's nice. You know what I'm saying? Working on those ad dollars. By the way, Hooters, if you need a sponsor, hit me up. Hi, it's your boy. <laughs> 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 we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.